Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaikul. The Biden administration's estimate for the, quote, social cost of carbon, a metric the federal government uses when making new climate laws and regulations, was ruled invalid by a judge in Louisiana last Friday. The timing of the ruling isn't ideal for the White House. It was hoping to have a new permanent estimate finalized this summer for the social cost of all greenhouse gases. And the ruling represents an obstacle for the administration's green agenda moving forward. The federal judiciary could be a big roadblock for the president's climate regulatory agenda, which has quickly become the major portion of the president's climate agenda overall, with Build Back Better apparently dead in the water. Today, Politico's Alex Guillen on why Biden's social cost of carbon estimate is facing legal troubles and what's next. It's Monday, February 14th. Alex, can you briefly remind us what is the social cost of carbon and why is that metric important? The social cost of carbon is something used by the government to put a dollar figure on the future damages of climate change that are caused by pollution being emitted. So for carbon dioxide, for each ton that's emitted right now, the Biden administration had put $51 price on that. And that reflected basically the future costs of climate change. So it's a little complicated on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's also a pretty straightforward way to clarify and quantify the future impacts of what we're doing right now. So what were the main reasons then that this judge ruled last week that the Biden administration's estimate was invalid? The primary reason was that the judge said it was an overreach of President Biden's power. Basically, one of his main findings was that by requiring consideration of the global effects of climate change in rulemakings that are largely domestic in nature, the president implicated what's called the major questions doctrine. And that's this legal doctrine that says Congress won't leave major questions up to the executive in an unclear manner. So if they want the president to be able to do something that's really transformative and important in areas like social or economics, it'll say so clearly. And Congress has not specifically said anything about like a social cost of carbon. He also found some administrative law problems with this. His finding there included that the the interim figure that Biden put out last year did not include the notice and comment rulemaking procedures that are required of regulations. So for that reason as well, that was sort of a secondary finding. His main finding really was that it went too far. Got it. So what's next here? Is the Biden administration likely to appeal this ruling? So I would strongly suspect there will be an appeal. Perhaps unfortunately for the Biden administration, that appeal would go to the Fifth Circuit, which is generally not a very friendly circuit to the Biden administration. It leads more conservative and has been more willing to strike down other Biden mandates like the vaccine mandate, for example. But I think they'll also want to do it just because, number one, of course, they like the social cost of carbon. And the implication from the ruling is that a presidential order that has agencies just study the greenhouse gas impacts of regulations and 
permits and any other decision it's making is a constitutional violation that implicates this major questions doctrine. And I think the administration doesn't want to set that kind of precedent because it would severely limit what the executive can consider and do. So there's pretty serious questions here, and I would expect there to be an appeal. But the White House has not said anything yet. And how could this ruling impact the administration's expected draft for the social cost of all greenhouse gases, which includes carbon and methane? So it's actually not immediately clear how this will impact that. It's obviously going through a notice and comment rulemaking process, but the judge is ruling that any sort of social cost of carbon and other greenhouse gases would go too far and violate this major questions doctrine would seem to indicate that even going through a a public process beforehand wouldn't fix that issue. So I guess we're going to have to see, to be honest. This ruling has surprised a lot of people, I think. Um, There's been a lot of questions left about how this affects various other rulemakings that are ongoing, rulemakings that have happened in the past, this future project that's coming up. The uh, draft plan was expected to be released in the coming weeks and finalized this summer. Not clear what's going to happen there, so we will have to wait and see. Part of that, again, may depend on how an appeal, if it happens, how quickly, etc. So still a lot of big questions here to be answered. Also, last Thursday, the California Public Utilities Commission set a stricter emissions target for the electricity sector. The agency's decision is a broad policy that applies to all load-serving entities under its jurisdiction across the state. That includes investor-owned utilities, community choice aggregators, and electric cooperatives and service providers. Overall, environmentalists are encouraged by the CPUC's decision. But they still urge the agency to be even stricter with its emissions target during the next cycle in two years. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nermal Malaykul, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron's El Segundo refinery is looking to turn plant-based oil into renewable gasoline, jet, and diesel fuels, because it's only human to want to power a better future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.